1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger,
2: fresh for everyone. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com incarwifi in-car to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Going into the hurry of offense.
3: Manning
1: back to throw. Zips one left.
2: Odell's got it on the run. Breaks free across the 40. He's to the 30. Foot race 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown Giants. 61 yards.
0: Stafford's got it. Back. Looks. Looks. Back it
2: up, looking for somewhere to go. Stafford's gonna tuck it and run. Stafford at the five. Three, two, one, and so. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, Matthew took it home. At the 25, puts his foot in the ground. 35 40. Gets a block midfield. Cuts it back. 40, 30. Good by Oakland. Tyreek Hill. 10 five, touchdown. Kansas City. 77 yard punt return for a touchdown.
3: Producer Ryan Bartlett behind the glass, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Wonder how that one made it into the highlight reel there. Hi and hello. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. (laughs) Presented, as always, by McDonald's. All day breakfast. Go get you some any time of day, morning, noon, or night. Put it in your belly. Always a good decision. Studio 66 filled with football glitterati. Maurice Jones Drew, Ike Taylor, we'll say proper hellos in just a minute there, but we start off with a couple of uh hurry up questions. One of which is we just heard and uh, looked at that that Odell Beckham touchdown. Really it's crazy that you can be that guy, you know, you drop a couple of passes in the first half, but that's a difference maker. You touch the ball one time, you break the game. That's basically what it came down to was that Odell play. But it is. It, it occurs to me that in a critical game, you run away and you're frustrated. You run away from the defense. You get in the end zone, and he immediately goes into his celebration. That seems crazy. How how uh, lucid must you be to be to know? As, when, when's it occur to Odell? Because, Maurice, you did some good uh, end zone celebrations yourself. When does it occur to you, ooh, I'm going to the house, get ready for this dance? Like, when, when oh, yeah. Did, when I mean, did Odell decide, oh, I'm going to do the Michael Jackson it, dance? As soon there. as
1: he caught the ball and split the guys, he knew he was going to score. And, I mean, I knew it, so I knew he was like, oh, yeah, it's on. And that's why you started. he started running faster as he got <laughs> going. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's time to go do it. I mean, for me, when I would break long ones, I'd be like oh. – I can't wait to show you what I have for you. I've been practicing this for a couple of weeks. It's time for it to pull this one out.
3: So he's at like the 20, and he's thinking like, oh, get ready. I'm going to oh, moonwalk. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, because you could tell. As soon as he got in, he dropped the ball and then started dancing. And then moonwalked.
3: I yeah, she he didn't skip w- a
1: beat. No, that's what happens. Like, if you if you have it prepared, I mean, my wife is funny. She'd be like, we got to make sure these things were right because when you do it on the field, it has to be bigger than when you practice in the mirror. You have to do it bigger because sometimes if you do it small, it just doesn't look right. So we would do all these practices and stuff in the offseason. I'd make sure it was right.
3: <laughs> Wait, you would – so, Maurice, you would vet your end zone celebration to. with your wife like you'd get her. All right, check this one out. What, about, what do you, what my do you wife, think about
1: this my, one? One of my homeboys used to call me all the time. He was like the celebration creator. He'd be like, "Hey, I got a new dance for you. Check it out." I'd be like, "Let's go. Let's could do it." Could
3: you get, let's say Latavius Murray, or you're the voice of uh, the the radio voice of the Rams, who had some uh, some changes uh, earlier <laughs> this week? But let's say, could you tell, tell Todd Gurley, "Hey, let's cook something up," and he would do it on the field?
1: Uh, I mean, I think if the right moment in time, probably so. But that's right fun. now, it's not the moment's not right, right. for nobody. <laughs> probably ever. probably it, not. It, it's tough.
3: Ike, you got in the end zone. What did what did you have something playing? Maurice got in the end zone a lot, so of course it makes sense he would have something.
4: Corey, again. I was just glad I caught the ball. <laughs> Getting in the end zone. Did was you spike a bonus. it? Didn't spike it or nothing, man. I just walked back to the sideline because we had to get back on defense. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. other issue. So I need to save my little energy.
1: Yeah, when you score on defense, you got to get right
4: back out. You got to get right back.
1: Yeah,
3: but all the guys you were playing with had there. Larry Foote had his thing where he would jump up and stomp his foot. I had to, I had,
4: to, I had that, I had that going on. Oh yeah, you would wave I, your hand. Yeah, in when front I your made face, a play, right. you can't see me. Mm-hmm. I had that going on. But other than that man, I was just so chill because I did a lot off the field.
3: I see, I see. Yeah, I've I've so heard I about to, that. Yeah, I had to keep. everything I've heard about you off the field.
4: <laughs> keep everything intact.
3: <laughs> all right. Um. You know, speaking of seeing things and not seeing things, are we not looking clearly enough? I've been. You know, I I. I skew towards the teams that – and it's not just aesthetically that I like the teams that play outside in the cold and snow and everything. I think it does uh, yield a better playoff team if you're used to playing in the outdoors and the elements and everything else. So I sleep on dome teams perennially. But the Atlanta Falcons, it seems to me, they have some nice young defensive pieces in the secondary. Vic Beasley looks all right. The offense, when Julio Jones is right, they can run the ball. Are we sleeping on this team? Could they go to the Super Bowl, Maurice? No,
1: we're not sleeping on them. Why? Why? Two, I, I, it's number I, two, right? oh I'll tell you this. I'll tell you one. I saw the game, right? And and I get it. it's a big market. It's L.A. It was nationally televised. It was one of the big games, and they played well. So everyone's like, "Oh, the Falcons are this. The Falcons are that." But they still struggled to run the ball in that game, right? Matt Ryan, before they went to that no huddle offense, went three and out three or four different times against a, a team that at the at the end of the day were playing practice squad players in their, in their secondary, and so. Uh, I just, I just don't believe in what they do, and defensively, you know, uh, I think Vic Beasley. I once had three sacks in that game. How many times is he going to have three sacks?
3: Well, I agree with that. But Ike, the thing, if you look at the way the NFC shaping up, I just look at Dallas as clearly going to be the number one seed. We talked last week, and you guys were spot they on. They still
1: about- have to get by Tampa. Well, That's what we forgot about. Yeah,
3: but Tampa, we'll talk about oh, – we have something good coming up later in the show for you, too. Premature celebration. We're going to evaluate whether or not teams are celebrating a little too early playing in January, and the Bucks will be one of them. They have Dallas coming up. They have to go down to Dallas. They still have to play New Orleans again. I forget their other one. We'll take a look at that. Um, I think Atlanta gets that division. I can, I can kind of see them going into Dallas and giving that team a game.
4: Overrated. Hmm. So I'm not going to sleep on them. Ain't no disrespect to Matty Ice, but no Matty Ice, Matt Ice just don't in the playoff time. He just don't do it for me. Even,
3: <laughs> even, thankfully, even, thankfully even, you applied Maurice's rule there and said no disrespect. Whatever, before whatever you, you want said after that. No,
4: even, it. even, you you could just tell he, he locks on to Julio a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see him really play without Julio a few times, mm-hmm. just to see if he can go through all his re progressions. Because he locks on to Julio, and even when Julio is in double coverage like that, that's a, that's a heck of a play. I mean that's Gabriel. But Maddie Ice, man, it is just too inconsistent, man. Bucky Bucky has a good way of saying things. Bucky Brooks, I, one of our coworkers, are you a truck or a trailer? Meaning mm-hmm. the truck, you pull the team. A trailer, the team needs to pull you a little bit. I look at Maddie man as as being a trailer, man. Maddie needs help. Like it's it's only a few trucks. Yeah. In the league. Like we we want to put all these guys on the pedestal because they got all these stats. But ain't nobody win. The only people winning Super Bowls the same people. Same people winning the Super Bowls. The same mm-hmm. people. They just rotating years. So I just look at I just look at Maddie, man as as being a trailer man. I just can't see it. And that defense secondary wise man it has been struggling.
1: And that's what I was gonna say. Like the picks they're getting, and I get the whole thing tips and overthrows. But it's not no one jumping no ball. No, no one was jumping no passes. Guys were beat, flat out beating the receivers, dropping the ball, and the ball is bouncing in the air, and you get a tip, tip pick. I get that. I mean, it's it's a pick, but we saw Jerry's Berg get paid sixty million dollars for tip picks, and then he goes, New Orleans hasn't had one yet. Well, the <laughs> yeah. bottom line
3: is, I'm not rooting against. I'm not rooting against Dallas doing something. Rookie QB. I just have my doubts. Fifty years, I keep pointing it out. Maurice disagrees with this. <laughs> is uh, 50 years of evidence says no rookie QB has ever gotten to a Super Bowl, but so why think... Dak in a buck? But who's going to knock him out in the NFC? Oh, there's you know, the only Seahawks? one. There's only
1: one. No, so there's only one team. Detroit? No, not even Tampa. There's only one team. I'm telling you. Who? Their kryptonite is the Giants. For some reason, hmm. the Giants play well against Dallas. In Dallas, at home, Odell Beckham has his day. Um, even and, and, and the Giants couldn't even run the ball. I mean, they were breaking off some runs late in the game, but it wasn't like anything to change it. They – the Giants weren't weren't doing much of anything. Hey, you want talk? Big, that you want to talk
4: about the defense since Week Ten? Tampa has the best defensive stats I know, since that's, Week Ten. That also
3: stuns me. That
1: that they, they it's the same thing like you guys. Mike Smith was putting in his defense and trying to figure it out, and they were understanding. He has the right pieces playing the right way. I mean, Keith Tandy is a guy you probably don't even know of, but he's ended the last two games. Just ended them. He the, ended. He ended San Diego, and he just ended uh, New uh, New Orleans.
4: There, I want to say there are three. Is it? Is it two and three without Dougie? Six and one with Dougie. Mm -hmm. Now the stats are down when Doug Martin is in play for us like passing wise, but your record goes up when he plays. And you got a defense who's coming along and Jameis Winston, you know, if you Jameis Winston to me is like Eli. You catch a hot Jameis Winston. Oh, you in trouble. You in trouble.
3: That's a great comp. Yeah, those guys are similar in that. You can catch
4: a cold Jameis Winston too. He's going to throw you a few picks. Arizona kind of cold one. Yeah.
3: Sometimes in the same game, you'll see the cold and hot version <laughs> of both those guys. Yo. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, fascinating to think about uh, what you just brought up there, the kryptonite stuff. In fact, we got a tweet uh, earlier um, this week asking for us to go through, what is every team's kryptonite? It is a funny oh, thing. I, like I, the Patriots, kryptonite does almost seem like the Ravens. At least the Ravens give them a game like we right. saw on Monday night as opposed to most teams.
1: Well, I, I mean, Oakland is, is, is Kansas City, right? Kansas City's is Denver's. Denver's is Oakland. That, that's that's how play. the AFC West yep. works. It, it's, it's crazy. Uh, you can go to the south. Indianapolis, for some reason, they struggle with the Texans. They whoop everybody else, but they struggle with the Texans. Right. And then the Texans struggle with the Titans. It, it, it's, it's weird. Like, certain teams, I guess, styles or just organizational issues. Like, you know, if people don't know this, the Titans used to be the Houston Oilers. Then they moved to Tennessee, so you have that band. That go, it's it's a lot. Going. I never thought
3: about that. That that there's some uh, metaphysical uh, force at uh, at work here. The football gods are are hey, doing man. their funny business. That's
1: how it is. When you when the team leaves, man, they usually still can
3: own that city. Micah Schneiderman sent us that question. We'll dig in uh, deeper on that, uh, I think, later in the week or maybe next week with uh, Ike and Maurice. Meantime, though, we were talking about this in the uh, blue room here at the NFL Media on Monday, and I wanted to revisit this. Harry Douglas hits Chris Harris Jr. Akeeb Talib goes back at him. All that. Let's uh, let's see the play and that were that started the whole kerfuffle down there. What do you think? Was Harry Douglas's hit? a cheap shot on Chris Harris, Ike as a DB. How say you?
4: Bro, what you doing? Y'all think that was cheap. Because Cause, why? Because the running player's on the other side. Now, if you now if you running, see, now if the player's on my side and you cutting me, then cool, I need to get off the block. I got to start using my hands. I got to shed. But, bro, the running player's all the way over to the right. We're not even in the play. So why are you cutting me?
3: Does that happen a lot out there?
4: All the time. Nah. Well, for 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 me, it only happened with one guy. That was Dennis Northcutt, mm-hmm. to be exact. And I had to put only him one up. time. I had to put him in line.
3: <laughs> How do you do, do that?
4: You got to put him in line. <laughs> like bro, we we don't do that. You, told,
3: you 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 just had a conversation. Because usually
4: him. when you got good relationships, or even not even relationships, <laughs> you just understand the game. I'm I'm taking the receiver with me uh-huh. when the ball is coming. Hey, watch your feet. Watch your feet. Watch the power, The power coming. Let's go. He tapped me on my helmet. I tap him on his that's how I go but when the ball is all the way to the right side and you're just trying to cut me for the no reason especially if I if I haven't seen that if I haven't seen that on game tape and you put that on game tape because of me oh yeah we got issues mm-hmm. we definitely got issues because I got I got a lot of opportunities to come at you I could just come cut you whenever I want to. That is what's dumb.
3: Yeah, that is what's dumb for an offensive player to talk stuff because the defensive guy has a chance to hit you legally. No, a it's a chance to
1: hit them. It's vice versa. I, I just think, look, I, I played for this this coach, this particular coach, Mike Malarkey, and his biggest thing was that he wants you to take football out of the defense as an offense, right? So uh, I get it. Harry Douglas, you know, I think he could have cut earlier. When he was looking at Chris, when Chris Harris, they were looking at each other. But Chris Harris turned his head and he went at his knee. Um, but I've seen him. They were going to bench Justin Blackman in Jacksonville because he wouldn't block. And block that way. That's what they, they teach you. Mm-hmm. It's to go up, fake the stalk, and then cut so you can you can get him down. Because, again, when you see Chris Harris, he did try to put his hands down. He just missed. And it was late. It was because he was looking the other way. Um, dirty, I mean – granted you don't want to take anyone's career that's that's and, and that's kind of what what happened there and I I, I I think it's on the line of being dirty or not cuz i still have a big issue with corners when you're being held up by someone to come in and diving at your legs when you can't protect yourself and we i saw that on against uh, atlanta got a penalty for doing that against a receiver so i think it's both ways but for me is if you're going to block and block that way all the time like i said make sure that's on tape so guys know going ahead don't don't just pull it out in this one game because then it becomes personal.
3: Well, uh, first of all, the thing that occurs, to, I mean, like the Broncos never miss a chance to let everybody else know Mr. who's run, being dirty.
4: Run this play. Watch out everybody chilling. Can, you, can we run that play back? Watch out it's everybody chilling. It's the timing chilling.
3: of it that you're saying.
4: It, it's the timing all day. Yeah. Watch out everybody just chilling. Really going back to the huddle. The play, I know, the but, play, the, but the,
3: the thing the, I'll say. The, the, play, the
4: play is damn near over. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look at the guys fixing their jersey. Everybody waiting for the next play. He trying to go back. Chris Harris trying to go back to the huddle. Look, Ward over there. Look, everybody. Not, why are you gonna do that?
3: Chris Harris is lucky that I mean his knee he got his just he got about put out hyperextended, but yeah, he could have really gotten you messed know, up there.
4: You know, you know what, you know what a track coach told me why guys tear ACLs? Cause their heel is always in the ground. When your foot, when your toes are in the ground, it gives you leverage. Hmm. So you're able to pop up. You're able to pop up like that, but when you're hill, when people run flat-footed from all the way hill to toe, you tear ACLs hmm. because you can't get a give with that. Well, I
3: like I say the the Broncos who institutionalized uh, cutting guys at their knees always are they're always on the spot that let you know, hey, league, this guy or no, that it, team's they, dirty. They made them stop
4: it though. I that, know,
3: but uh, but it's but it's ironic that they're the team that always polices the rest. of But that was of the, on the offensive side.
4: Now, as far as like offensive lineman cutting. Mm-hmm. That was, they was known for that Yeah, The Broncos was the best at it Because we always talk about Man why y'all get these small offensive alignment But they very athletic And they'll cut the hell out you mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll cut the hell out you But they stopped that now They stopped that in the league So I get it But on the perimeter side man It's a lot We signed peace treaties On the perimeter side man
3: well, as far as that goes, will Harry Douglas, Akib Talib, says, "Well, we have the same agent, so I know I'm going to run." Are they going to see
1: each other? Will
3: Harry Douglas call Akib Talib and say, "Listen, I was playing, nope. I was this," and and Akib Talib will be like, "All right, I've cooled that. No, That's no, it." hey,
4: don't don't get it twisted. Harry ain't backing down from nobody either. Mm-hmm. Talib ain't backing down. Harry ain't backing down. Because if you watch the squabble. It was it was a nice little squabble. <laughs> Harry it's Harry got, squabble, yeah. got yeah he was Harry 55%. got five percent yeah he so, got fifty five percent of that yeah ain't, ain't, ain't nobody ain't nobody backing down from, just 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 know it's an understanding when I see you it's on site. I don't care if you with kids. it's your, gonna be take, a misunderstanding take, if you with your wife and your kids tell them back up <laughs> no don't, don't tell them back up because these hands about to fly that's that's how it's gonna be between <laughs> I laugh kids. because I'm not Harry Douglas that's so what funny he said to me.
1: that's what he I mean when someone makes a statement like that you as a as the other person in the, in the in the altercation, you have to know like well when I see you, I just like I have to try to do my thing too, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start the show, <laughs> yes,
3: hi and hello, and welcome to the d d f p as always presented by mcdonald's all day breakfast oh, I've got a hankering for an egg McMuffin right, really super always hungry well, that's true but i I really would like a uh hash brown in its own little paper sleeping bag. (laughs) The greasy paper. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so tasty. All right. it is. Um, We have much to get to here. As usual, thrill of victory, agony of defeat. We'll talk best wins, worst losses. We have Ike's escape goat. Ike and Maurice have a couple of uh, XOs to break down for us. Always informative, always entertaining. Also, like I mentioned, we're going to look at premature celebrations for teams that look like they're going to make the playoffs, but are they? We'll evaluate that with some fireworks on hand here. So stay Around for that. Meantime, let's say hello. You see him on Monday nights. Just do. I mean, it is. This was the real estate at NFL Network after Monday Night Football. This was like you know who do who can we get to do this show? Because you have to stick around and and all that. I know it's a, you know listen. It's fun to sit around and talk about football, but it wasn't um, a show. The post game show that people were hankering to get on. All of a sudden. Because of number two, four here, it is now something a lot of people are watching. Tune in. It's informative and super entertaining. Two, here he is, Ike Taylor, everyone. Thank
4: you, sir. Remix. You got the remix? Oh, it's the remix again. Born in yeah. it's
2: in in right ah. college.
4: Taylor, I, I
3: cannot dance whatsoever. No, indeed. And if you watch us on uh, NFL.com/DDFP and uh, see that, you'll see visual evidence. In fact, you're not. Yeah, yeah wait. Well, your silhouette. We have a video that plays Can't with dance. that song. So you
1: dancing in the green room or something?
3: Yeah. Just to my own little head, to my own little beat going. That thing was working. Yeah, but it's terrific stuff. It's uh, Reggie Wayne out there. Most nights it's Mike Robb on Monday nights. And Ike doing great stuff at NFL Now as well with Celebration Station, Fashion Popo, and all the rest. He does those latter two bits with the guy who toiled for the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Oakland Raiders. Like I say, he's now the voice on the radio of the Los Angeles Rams, and he's one of the big stars on the NFL Network show called Fantasy and Friends. Here he is, everybody, Maurice Jones-Drew.
2: Remix!
0: Straight out of Oakland, that's
1: where
4: he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguars, addicted to the end Now he's on with damage.
0: Yeah, that's his new home. So call him Maurice. We all call him MJD. MJD. Say, say. <laughs> say, MJD. say. MJD. MJD. Can I tell you something,
4: Maurice? I some Let me to it. to it. MJD. Why you didn't come to Pittsburgh? You came
1: for I, the visit. I know. I. What you didn't sir. Because, I, and I, I told Mike T this. I, I, I had to go home. I was homesick. I'd been away for too long, man. I, I thought for sure it was about to get.
4: Him. Wait a second, I, I was, the, uh, the, your last season, yeah, your last yeah. season could have been was, up there. Oh, close too was like, oh, "We about to get your boy." I said, "Who?" Oh, MJD. I said, "Uh." Uh-uh. He said, "I think we gonna get him." I was, I, I was close. And but he I welcome. took
1: less money to go to Oakland. I just had to go home. <laughs> I was done. That's nice. I just I had my, I had my people there. Like my uh, grandpa's brother was there. He was, he's not doing. He wasn't doing so well, but he's, he kind of turned around a little bit. So I was like, I get a chance to let him see me play one time because he didn't have direct TV or nothing. So I was like. I'm gonna go home. Give him a two-year deal. It worked out being a one-year. Deal. <laughs> so I'm trying to work. think. What was the what
3: was the Steelers record? That was the year that you guys lost to the Ravens in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was your last game, yeah. Mike. So Maurice could have been. Oh, you yeah. know what? That was the you could that's have been. The year you might that's right. The year
1: D'Angelo got hurt. Yep. No. Yeah. That's the no. That's no, the it year. It was uh, Legarrette Blunt.
3: Le'Veon Bell got hurt, and Legarrette yeah. Blunt was gone, and then the Steelers ended up. Um, Jordan Todman, and it was someone yeah. else there no it was the guy who was it Terrence no it wasn't Terrence West it was Ben Tate ben the Steelers oh, all Tate. of a sudden they signed Ben Tate on a Tuesday yeah. and then the first two touches of a playoff game go to Ben Tate yep. that was weird that could have been Maurice Jones Drew no,
4: we wouldn't have got anybody else if we're MJD it would have been MJD and Lev Bell yeah how about that Maurice I know that's a shame <laughs> Check
1: so out to go home. We
3: might all be wearing <laughs> rings right now. Me, all- you, and I could all have an extra Super Bowl. Right I
1: don't know if you me. would have one, but oh, I, I get. I I, could, I did. I I could have had one. I have six. I know that's what that's what that's what my team told me too. When we went to the combo. he said yeah. he could have got you one. I said you know what? <laughs> in hindsight, you're right. You're probably right. But at that point in time, I I just was I was ready to go.
3: Wait, we have a piece of video, Bartlett. Oh, I thought we had a piece of video of uh, Maurice in his Oakland days. We have to get back to that. I always like seeing the video. Of, uh, uh, I
1: only played like in one game. so. Let's <laughs> look at
3: well, I also <laughs> yeah, want to see good. the other thing we have. I mean, we got to do it is Ike and Maurice played each other in a playoff game. In 07, got to get some highlights of that so that we can chop yeah. it up between these two uh, going head-to-head against each other. In the meantime, uh, Football Baby continues his tour. It's gone well beyond football America or the football planet. Now Football Baby just shows up all over the place. He's like Flat Stanley, but better. If you want to uh, take him on your next visit to somewhere exciting, go ahead, go Ooh, to Damashek on Twitter, And pinned at the top is Football Baby's picture. You can print out his image. He was in London again, Millwall Football Club. He was in Germany at a football game. He was at a Lions at another Germany game in Munich, München. He went out to the Buffalo game. He saw the Steelers
4: When I start going across the water, I need to holler at Football Baby so he can give me his connects. Let me tell you
1: something. What you don't know is that – this this DDFP show is huge in the U.K. No question. Oh, yeah. Someone script. literally – people were stopping me like, hey, you're from – be on the Dave Damage football program. I was like, yeah. He was like, Maurice, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's like it wasn't just one person. too. Yeah. It was like okay. ten people. Yeah, and a lot of this. people no. –
3: and, and the thing that's really funny is, if you're a, a regular consumer of this show, Handsome Hank Hodgson is a legitimate celebrity over there. He's an Englishman, and people legitimately Straight know
1: him. up. <laughs> Walked me from the bus to where I had to go, and people were stopping him wonder who that man is with Handsome Hank there. It was crazy. He looks like a footballer. People people for the Rams were like, who is this guy? I'm like, (laughs) it's Handsome Hank, man. You don't know him like that. Yes, his uh, passport is
3: filling up with stamps from across uh, the globe. Let's get to it, fellas. Thrill of victory, agony of defeat, week 14. The
2: thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat.
1: Let's start off that with... That beard was horrible I had. You know I what? Like it. It just, I just looked at it. And I was like, it's just it was so bottom-filled.
3: Well, you look much younger. That's he sure looked younger with his face, it. yeah. The other Super thing, can young. I tell you, this will sound, uh, I don't know what, but uh, really... You started working out just two weeks ago. You can already
1: yeah, see. You can see. When it. I see
3: that, I can actually see that you're, crazy, you've yeah. lost some
1: weight already. You got to get after it. Six o'clock in the morning. Come meet me there, Shay. It's
3: not about that. It's I. When I was in my 20s and I would work out, I could lose like 15 pounds in three weeks. Now it takes it's, it takes three months before you even lose a pound. Because you
4: can eat everything on the table.
1: I can eat what I want. You got to do you. it in that's, portions. That's the thing. I, 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 I slowed down mm-hmm. the eating, the, the, the amount. I sm- I've shrunk the amount. And then I've also – taking my time, just trying to be as healthy as I can. Like, every now and then I'll get some fries right. or something, but All right. it's, it's just every now and then. Thanks for the talk tips.
3: Thanks for the tips. When I need uh, That's my That's the mo-
1: agony of defeat right
3: there for Sheck. When I need uh, my mother, I'll call Pittsburgh. In the meantime, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, best wins here. There were many, and in December – if you're even close to the playoffs, uh, if you win, it's a it's a significant victory. So there are a lot of different ways we can go. I'll start off with Thursday night. That Chiefs win against the Raiders, like you say, Maurice, they do seem to have Oakland's number. That's bad news for Oakland come January. Even if they do get home field right now, the Chiefs have the inside track to getting uh, maybe even a bye, and the Raiders will have to go on the road three times to even get to the Super Bowl. They were looking bright. It's a reminder, the NFL season – Uh, is is longer than you seem that than than people seem to recognize i mean think i on the sheck report this week i go over a few examples of it remember when carson wentz was was gangbusters and the eagles were going to the super bowl remember that remember when the broncos were undefeated and they oh they were going to second straight with trevor simeon and when odell beckham was a distraction to the giants and he should be traded and aaron Rodgers was all used up and he was just mediocre Seasons long, everybody. Yep. No, hey, nothing's guaranteed for the Raiders weeks? or anybody else. Right? I think that Chiefs win was great. Tyree kill continues to emerge, and uh, the defense is mighty. I think. I know you dis. You, uh, I f- can't remember. Is it you who disagrees, Ike? I think the Chiefs are maybe the best team in the AFC.
4: Complete team, yes, complete. But don't forget now, Alex Smith. I, and I know MJD like Alex Smith. Love it. But but Alex Smith, man, is he on a short leash? There's only so much he can do. Nah. He's, he's a timing, he's a rhythm quarterback. One, two, three, four, five, the ball needs to be out. So once one, two, three, four, five ain't working, because uh, now he got the pieces. Macklin is coming back. Mm-hmm. Kelsey is a pro bowler forever. Then you got Tyreek Hill, he's doing this thing. And for for some reason, man, they just they don't put up the points on and offense. And Spencer, where they have enough, they, they don't put up the points on offense. I hear complete, you, but you know who else team. didn't?
3: The San Francisco 49ers complete a few two thousand eleven. Alex so, Smith got that team to a Super Bowl. Basically, if it, if, okay. if Kyle Williams hadn't fumbled twice okay. against the Giants, that team would have been. Let's go to more let's go
1: to talk- Bucky
4: Brooks trucker trailer. Alex All right. Smith,
1: fair enough. Yeah, no, he, but there's there's not a lot of trucks at quarterback, though.
4: True, and that's and that's what I'm saying about him, so, Matt Ryan. I'm saying I, about a lot but, of these quarterbacks. I think the biggest thing with Alex Smith is, and <laughs> he doesn't turn the ball
1: over. So at the end of the day, for the, with the, like, because you've played football with a quarterback who will make the big throw, but also he'll turn the ball over. And right. you guys had a defense that was that understood that. Their defense understands. Look, if we hold them to whatever three points is okay because right? we know our guy is going to lease. He's great between the twenties. That's what that's what people fail to realize. Alex Smith moves up and down the field all the time. Doesn't turn the ball over when he gets in the red zone. He has to throw those tight windows. He struggles a little bit, but as long as you don't turn the ball over, especially in the playoffs, you get those you get those complete drives where you can get points or you kick after, even if it's a punt. You don't just give that momentum back. That's what the Chiefs have to do. Now, the only their their kryptonite really when you get to the playoffs is, is New England because you can't play zone against Tom Brady and expect Tom Brady to not pick you apart. And that's where they mess up. Now, New England's kryptonite is Denver, who is a horrible offense, but their defense is able to score and do other things. So I just think it's all matchups when you get to the playoffs for these guys. If they match up well, if they run into, so let's say, Oakland, and 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 Oakland doesn't take advantage of those opportunities that they missed on Thursday, the Chiefs have a great chance of running into. Yeah, I'm I'm now
3: really intrigued by how the seedings are starting to work out in the AFC. Um, and yeah, if KC can avoid. The Patriots, you know, that to, until at least the title game, but there's a decent chance that the Patriots—they're not a flawless team—so they might get Baltimore, Pittsburgh coming up to Foxborough. Yep. They might, you know, they're, they're they're the Raiders might go up to Foxborough. That's a ba- I think you, I don't know bad matchup for the Patriots, but I can see them shooting it out. But with think the Patriots
1: about let let's say if let's say if the first wild card game is Pittsburgh, Oakland. That I mean that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough game for both guys sides, mm-hmm. right? You you talking about, or it could be. Who's other Who's other team? But, well, Tennessee but, or, or Houston, somebody. I mean, here's how
3: it looks right now. So, so I because I obviously am pretty familiar with this. I've been going over it quite a bit in the last uh, couple of days. So the Dolphins, if they were to win out, they're in the they're in the uh, playoffs. If they go two and one, they're in great shape. They will get one of the wild cards over Pittsburgh or Baltimore or the Broncos. Because of the tie. they have the head-to-head against Pittsburgh, so they so if they go two and one now it's Matt Moore they have to go at the Jets at Buffalo than New England, so you assume that they're going to lose the Patriots. What game. if
1: Buffalo goes goes wins out?
3: They I, they won't have enough. It, it's it's uh, pretty unrealistic that there's a path there for them. But if the Dolphins can do it, if they can beat either at the Jets and or if they can win at the Jets and at Buffalo, they probably and improbably have the inside track over Pittsburgh. But if the Steelers win out, they win the division. That Baltimore Pittsburgh game on the 25th of December will decide the division in all likelihood. But the but if the Steelers lose to Cincy and beat Baltimore, wait, if they beat Cincy, lose to Baltimore, and then beat Cleveland, the Steelers I'm talking about, and the Dolphins go two and one, the Dolphins get it in get get in over Pittsburgh. But if the Steelers – yeah. Anyway, so I I'm, so I'm trying to make sense of it for you. There's no, still an sense. outside chance that one of those South teams. It's not a given that the Titans or Texans won't make the playoffs even if they don't win the division. It's still kind of up in the air. The team that's probably on the outside looking in because of the tiebreakers are the Broncos, unless they go 3-0 here. and here, and that seems unlikely because they go Patriots at KC Oakland to finish up. So they're not going to go 3-0. and that's,
1: that's, that's real, man. If they go 2-1 and one and
3: get to 10-6, and six, that's probably not going to be good enough for them based on the tiebreakers with the Dolphins and Pittsburgh and, uh, and Baltimore. All right. Um, I also like the Packers victory. That was a dominant one. That uh, should disprove and quiet everybody who was talking nonsense six weeks ago about Aaron Rodgers. Enough. I don't want to hear it ever again about sure. Aaron
4: Rodgers. So, Russell Wilson threw five picks, right? I know, but, he's, but so, listen, Aaron Rodgers so died. So So, so Baldwin had two tips. Oh, hit him right in the hands. Then the running back wound up tipping it, and it hit another Packer mm-hmm. in the hands. So, for real, Russell threw two for sure. He threw You're two right. picks for show. Sure. I don't like the Packers like that. It, I, I don't I, – and I know we're talking about AR-12. I get it. But I don't like the Packers like that.
3: I don't think they're. I don't think they're an especially dangerous team come January. <laughs> they, but
1: they have to win out too. They have. They you still got Detroit that you have to beat. Who for some reason Detroit is just they just like to just hang on. <laughs> well, Detroit to the end of the goes.
3: Game. Detroit goes at. Um, they go at Dallas at the Giants, or maybe no, other way around. They go at Giants at Dallas, and then they finish up with Green Bay. Is there any chance that they they, they can all th- be
4: taught them three teams though? I, uh, I, I, I think beat think they can be all yeah, three. I,
3: I know, but it but if New England right, but if they drop a game, if they drop lose one of these next two, let's say they lose at Dallas mm-hmm. and Green Bay wins its next two, the division comes down to that game in Detroit. I,
4: I can see for show sure Detroit beating Dallas hmm. for show. Sure.
3: Worst losses. The Saints losing to the Bucks was was pretty crummy there, and the Rams. I mean, it. I mean, literally, it cost the the head coach's job. I was thinking that watching that game, this is ugly enough that they might not uh, Fisher may not survive this game, and so I was right. Uh, on Monday, that gives me no pleasure to say, Maurice. You're working with the Rams uh, yeah. all week, uh, Ike. It's time for your scapegoat. And uh, go ahead.
4: It's crazy. Uh, producer Ron Bartlett he text me, Hey Ike wish with your scapegoat and this is before the young man got fired. Wind up being, Oh, is that right? Wind up being Coach Fisher. So and the reason why I said Coach Fisher, man, is just it's tough. I don't think the guys are responding to Coach Fisher. When you have a players coach, which is good to have a player's coach, it's good for the players. Great. But then sometimes they don't play for you. And to look at and, and to look at a head coach, I look at the head coach not being my brother Mm -hmm. but my dad. So it's a a different kind of feel when dad comes in the room than when your brother comes in the room. It's a different kind of discipline when dad comes in the room, when brother comes in the room. They look at Coach Fish like being a big brother. So now they got a young team. They don't need a big brother. They need a disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. So I think this time they're going to get a disciplinarian. They're going to get what they don't want. As as, as much as we want to talk about Coach Tom Coughlin, I think he will fit. I, I you took the words out of my mouth. Perfect. I said that on Monday. I In said that you know
3: situation. I said Jim Harbaugh if he'd be willing to walk away from Michigan, but that would be not. the kind of splashy thing that would make some. Stick. We don't need
1: splash.
4: We're trying to win ballgames. I hear you. And if you,
1: if you just listen, they, you got. But this is I want people to understand this too, just real quick. This isn't St. Louis's media market, and that's what the Rams didn't realize coming into this thing. There, I mean, that Eric Dickerson spat got blown way out of proportion to what it would what it, it should have been. Because, again, you're in a different market size. In St. Louis, you could bark and do all you want. It's not going to reach outside of St. Louis. But here in Los Angeles, that thing went through every major news media market, every on every channel, everything about Eric Dickerson and the Rams. And so when you have that type of market, I talked to some of the players. I'm like, what's the difference? And a lot of them said the nightlife, all that, you know, outside. Yeah, that's different. But they said in the locker room, when you're used to having five or six people in there that you see all the time, there's 60. Now it's not only just sports teams. Uh, ET Entertainment News is in there, and and Hollywood, all these different stations that you're not used to seeing are in there because you're in a totally different market. So, I told people, and I think we talked about this before. I said eight and eight would be a seven and nine would be a great season. You did say Raiders. that in advance, yeah? Because there's too much distraction going on, and so what happens here in in this game, you know, they had a lot. They got a lot of things going on. You had a young guy who wasn't hasn't returned to kick all year, returning kicks. Now, he's your best gunner. He's one of your best blockers on kickoff return. But because Benny Cunningham goes down, you put him back to return a kick. First kick, he he returns in the game. He fumbles at
4: the three-yard line, the Falcons score.
3: Why don't they have Tavon Austin? They're paying him all that money. He's not doing nearly enough to earn that loot. At least throw him on special team, make him your kick return. My my
4: thing is you you get a dad kind of coach. And a dad kind of coach is Coach Tom Coughlin. Mm-hmm. Cause he he had to weave some of his ways, like he was being stern on a young team, yeah. and they was rebelling against him, like coach you tripping. So he had to simmer it down too. I think now since he learned from that in his later years with the Giants, will fit perfect with the. I Lakers.
3: agree with that. What about uh, throw? I just want to throw a couple of names at you real fast: Josh McDaniels, you're here, and Kyle Shanahan. No, Kyle,
1: I can see Kyle Shanahan because that's who, <laughs> that's what they just saw. Right, you just saw someone put forty two on you. And, and he was a big. Ooh, part
3: of that. he's good. Let's get one of those. Yeah, like yeah, that like, kind like, of. Yeah, like
1: oh, his offense looked real good. And I get it that they're you know they're going to say everything the right way, and, and you know we're going to do a whole search, and we're going to search from within, and we're gonna, at the end of the day, this team, this these the staff has been together for five six years. They're not going to go within. They're going to find here's somebody on do. the outside. Go, and try to here's pick what you
3: do. Here's what you do. You steal Pete Carroll from Seattle. They, that, he likes they want, LA. That's what I heard.
1: They want to do that.
3: I think when, that would make sense. Tony, he's a defensive coach. How about you go, this one? You go
4: a- get you. Go get coach time. I
3: like that one too. The one other one is because his name's always out there with these vacancies. What about John Gruden? And he, well, how about that? Is Let me he not tell, a, I'm
4: gonna tell you why John. Gruden's also, not how about me. Bill Cowher? What about Bill Cowher? Uh, Talk to Coach Cowher too. Listen, they make it too it's much easy. money. Too, too much, and it's for too two easy. little days. Yeah, for, for, but, yeah, them boys working forty days out of year. The, I'm not doing I'm not, that, and making them just as much as some of these. Well, coaches I agree are. with that, no but
3: I don't have that competitive fire that they do. So they don't I, have, no you, question. You
1: lose a competitive fire yeah, yeah. when you're making just as much as these yeah. coaches and have to work. So you it. mean to
4: tell me I'm making what I made as a coach, and all I got to do is 40 days,
1: and I'm never wrong.
4: All right. Well, let's move on then. Speaking of fire, we oh, have John uh,
1: Gruden makes seven million a year. You think? I don't. I don't
3: know, but I'm always surprised that anybody would ever take no, the comfort of a broadcast. It was just sit us with
1: it. Seven, seven uh, a year. Seven million a year. You think? Am I my million, leaving? No, but
3: I but I don't understand why anybody Check. would ever leave that gig to go back to coaching. Why did Dick Vermeil do it? That seems but, but crazy. But he, to he me probably too. wasn't
1: making that amount of money. That's like that. true. That's a lot of money. Seven million. I'm checking. for Mondays. Just to come on a Monday and talk and, and talk good about everybody. Shh. Blame the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Why not?
3: <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Uh, some fireworks here. It's time for premature celebration. There's some teams out there that look like they're headed to the playoffs, but is it merely an illusion, or can we in fact uh, set off the fireworks? Let's start off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, we're gonna do. We have an intro. Oh, I, that
1: was premature. Oh, yeah. You let for that premature. loose. Premature. You let it loose. You
3: All right, let's Premature. I just wanted to see what it was. Premature celebration.
2: Doppel handoff to Gurley, who scores, and the Rams finally get points. And here is the quarterback getting in for the touchdown. Jared Goff, and he paid the price a little bit as he gets the touchdown. Second of the game for the Rams. Matt Shaw being rushed and gets the pass out to Patrick DeMarco. It's deflected, and it's gonna be either it's gonna be an incompleted pass. So the crowd could say, well, we got another touchdown. Aaron Donald, but no, it was incomplete is the ruling. Set the fireworks off anyway, why not? Oh yeah. That's
1: the
3: problem. 3 times on Listen, Sunday the Rams set off fireworks. I'm gonna tell you why.
1: Prematurely celebrate. I'm gonna tell you why. Why? Because they they somebody's getting paid to do it. <laughs> and you got to do your job. Every time they score, you let it off. I, it, yeah, I, but it was it
3: proved to be premature. On one of them, well, all three of them, I think. I don't no. think any of those counted those they fireworks. They counted. That brings us to these playoff teams that are in contention, it would seem. But may, is it an illusion, or can we, in fact, fire off these fireworks for them because they will be playing after New Year's Day? Let's start off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right now, they are sitting at 8-5. and five. They are in first place in the AFC North. And yet they go at Cincy, then the Ravens, then the Browns. Maurice is already – talk about premature. Let uh, it go. Man, you no, fired thing. that thing yeah.
1: fast. Oh, yeah, 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 I wasn't worried about it. You know, uh, Cincinnati – you know, the best part when you play your division the last three games, you know those guys. So there's not a lot of uh, – it's not a lot of game plan going into We know where they're going to be. They know where we're going to be. Our players have to go out. You guys have – and when I say you guys, you, you all, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers, have something to play for. That whole – Revenge, you know, let's spoil their season. That doesn't work in the league. That ain't, it doesn't, huh? No, it doesn't. So the
3: Bengals, the Bengals, so Marv Lewis in front of this Steelers game isn't saying, listen, fellas, the season hasn't gone the way we wanted, but you'll remember in this calendar year back in January, they came into our house and they embarrassed only us time, and that was ugly. Only time let's make this ch- right.
1: Well, uh, uh, all that can be sound good until as long as A.J. Green ain't out there, then there ain't going to be no issue. Mm-hmm. And right. there you have it.
4: Simple as that. I'm all right. The Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm rocking with the Pittsburgh You're going to do Steelers. it? All right. I'll fire it because I don't want to be. am rocking with the Pittsburgh Steelers all day. I don't want to be oh, that. There we go. Boom, bing, boom, boom.
1: All right. I don't
3: want to, I don't want to. you know, be uh, be a jerk about the Steelers' chances.
4: I will say. You're so nervous. I am nervous. Yeah, you, you always do that.
3: Here's the thing. They must beat either Cincy or Baltimore, and I think they go to the They're playoffs. They're
4: right? 11-5. Pittsburgh going 11-5.
3: You know who said 11-5 and five back in August? But Dave Damoshek. But you didn't call those losses, though. Listen to what I said, though, Maurice. I said 11-5. and five. And if they go 11-5, and five, that will be five straight years where I have correctly predicted what the Steelers are going to do. Well, the out. way
4: you're talking, you don't know for sure if they're going. I on.
3: don't know. What, uh, you're right, I don't know. But I'm saying if they win, if they go 2-1 and one here that uh, the rest of the way, that should be good enough because I don't know that Matt Moore's Dolphins can win – um, two out of their last three. Yeah, that would no be no enough five. to put Pittsburgh into the playoffs, even as a wild card, if it comes to that. Let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Already, Maurice, you're I, shooting the fireworks listen, off. You I don't believe, even have to wait. They I go. Believe. Well, let's take a look. They're, this is a great story, what they're doing. They started out, they were 1-3. and three. Now, all of a sudden, they're 8-5 and five with some legit victories. They're, it's not like they've run off uh, all these wins against bum teams. They are playing well. But now they go at Dallas. Then they go into New Orleans. That's a tough spot for anybody. And then they finish off with Carolina. Ike, how do you think they finish up here? What's their record? They, they can win
4: it all. Win the division. They can win all three of them games. They can win all three of them games. You think? Are you guys can,
0: legitimately can, thinking the no, no, Buccaneers no, no. are going to go down they to can Dallas? Win
4: all three of those games. The defense finally coming along. Defense. We've been riding Jameis Winston back for the majority of the season. Yeah. Now the defense coming along, and Dougie's back. Mm-hmm. You get Dougie back, then then you're really cooking. Mike Evans, man. Now they're working Mike in the slot. So once you start working Mike in the slot, it's like, okay, that's the ultimate mismatch. And when you get a hot, a hot Jameis Winston, a hot. If Jameis Winston can stay hot and not throw the ball and create turnovers, they're gonna win these ball games. Because think of the think of the games they they won that you thought they was gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Key games. I agree. Listen, they've Key been games. they've been a
3: lot of fun to watch and uh, James's, uh progress in year two Is terrific. I'm not surprised by that. I do. I will be a bummer here and put down the firework. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I think the Falcons are going to end up winning the division. I think they're going to lose in Dallas, and that's going to be a problem. Who
1: who does Atlanta play the next three games? Can we look that up? Who
3: the Falcons uh, finish up with here? But I I, I have looked it up. I I can't. I feel uh, like
1: you're seeing Dak struggle a little bit as of late. He's starting to struggle, and I think as a whole that offense is starting to. You know, they've leaned too much on Zeke. And now teams are like, look, we're going to stop the run or force you in these third and mm-hmm. and make you throw these tight covers. And they're they're struggling a little bit. That's what Tampa does well. All right. But and let me – And hear offensively, okay. they okay. way more explosive than the Giants are offensively. And way more explosive.
3: I hear you on all that stuff. I uh, And the concern for Dallas is we talk about that the NFL season is long and everybody's kissed the da- the Cowboys into the number one seed and they're going to end up holding on and getting that. No, they can lose out.
4: Yeah. Yeah. They they can lose. Hey, we, we we you got to start being open minded. And, the and
3: then they host Detroit. They could lose that one. That's yeah. What, what
4: what the Giants did was was put a blueprint. Now you got to have the personnel to do what Giants did. But we're blitzing. Dak, you got to read on site right now. But we're I'm blitzing up the middle, and you're going to see. So instead of going instead of going for that hot read, see this this. And I wanted Dallas to lose this game. And we t- we talked about it on game day blitz. It was like, how you feel about that? I hope they lose. Why? Because it's going to be a playoff kind of atmosphere. Now and they have to tweak their offense. So instead of lying heavily on Ezekiel, on them third and sixes and them third and eights, they're going to blitz the heck. So now as an offensive coordinator, okay, that's playoff football. This is what they're going to do to Dak. Okay, now we got to shorten up uh, Beasley. Now we got to shorten up Whitney in these routes. Hey, Dez, you're going to be my hot now. So instead of running deep with curls, I need you to run these slants. Now it's, it's, it's good when you lose sometimes this late because you'd rather lose now and figure it out and, and and going into the playoffs and knowing this is what you're going to get than to just lose in the playoffs and be like, dang, I wish. So that was a playoff game. That that was a playoff game. It, and Giants let's not forget, the Dallas Cowboys defense played a, a great game. the boys only had 13 points.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Only 13 points. Now, we've been talking about the offense the whole season we got to give the defense props.
3: I agree with all of that, but let's say that uh, you know and Garrett and Jerry Jones and everybody else have said no, no, Dak's our guy, but then again they also said no, when Romo's healthy, he'll be he'll uh, re uh, reclaim the position. I know it's hot take and all that stuff, but let's say that Tampa does do this, and the uh, Tampa wins this weekend down there, and Dak doesn't have a great game. That would be three games in a row. They, you know, they struggled offensively against three Mar- very
4: good defense.
3: I know, but so would there be any consideration when your Look, record is what it see, is? See,
4: we we weren't saying that with with Ar. No, you don't say that. Well, with Ar was. When well, he wasn't playing. Dak's play.
3: a rookie, and you have it, a, it you, have a matter, you have a you have know? a
4: borderline Hall of Fame uh, behind. Them. So Tony, Tony Romo ain't played in two
1: years.
3: I know, I'm just throwing it out. I'm asking. Oh, the
4: border. Guys. Is he a truck or a trailer?
1: Tony Romo's a trailer. Oh no, he's a truck. No, he's not. Stop it. Tony Bro, Romo's not a truck? truck. What is he wanting to be the truck? Please. They haven't me. been to the playoffs. That's all day.
3: He's put up he, he's 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 a stat guy. He's turned some decent teams. He's turned St- some bad teams into halfway decent but man, them teams. boys
4: had the same recipe with DeMarco Murray when DeMarco Murray went crazy and, Tor- and Tony Romo had his best year in 2014. They still ain't go 11 2. Ooh,
3: I—I I mean, I thought I was down on Romo. All right, so they got to stay with that. What is the Falcons? Uh, what are their last three games there, Bartlett?
1: All right, so Falcons have—they—they got the 49ers at home. Okay. Win. Panthers on the road. Okay. And then Saints at home.
3: Okay, so they're two and one at worst.
1: No, that's why—that's why I got
4: the Falcons over the Bucks. I can't don't do because they'll be ten. They'll they, be at worst defense. ten and six out of that. Their, their defense ain't like that. I'm. Try, I'm try,
1: listen. Vic Beasley, I get it. He he has what like a 12, 13 sacks now. He balling. He he, but he's rushing on the right tackle, and he's played some bad right tackles. When you play, you play the Saints. Just understand that their right tackle is very good. <laughs> when you play some of these teams, that they're gonna have the Panthers. The Panthers are getting on a the roll. They, they may the win ugly, but they're winning, mm-hmm. and they're figuring. It out, and I'm trying to tell people, if 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 Tampa loses out, and then and 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 Carolina, and Carolina finds a way to get in this thing. It's gonna be scary.
3: I agree with you that that one up in Oakland, boy. If they would have won that one. Oh, if oh, they'd have won
1: that one. It'd have been a wrap. Panthers
3: would be shaking in their boots. Uh, I mean, uh, the uh, the Bucks and the Falcons. And would let's be shaking not in let's not
1: boots. forget. I know Matt Ryan played well out here, but he threw some passes that should have been taken to the, the other way. Correct. Like I mean, Matt Ryan is going to be Matt Ryan. He's going to play well, but there's going to come a point in time in the game where he panics. And Julio, I don't know if Julio's going to be back or not. I mean, you got to remember that he has turf toe.
4: Who'd that end? Yeah, Prime. Yeah, Uncle Prime.
1: One of the greatest.
3: Jack
4: Lambert. Yeah. It's
3: a weird injury, then. Maurice jones drew you, you can't, you can't bend
4: too. that big toe. It's yeah. like taking away your thumb. Yeah. You it's- take away your thumb, then what? It's hard, it's hard to grip. Yeah. You it's- take away that big toe, man. That big toe hurt.
3: All right, let's do this one real quick to wrap up today's show. Fireworks premature or otherwise – the Detroit Lions, who's going to fire off some fire? Oh, I'm, Mar- I'm letting them all go. Well, Maurice, you're putting everybody in the playoffs. Listen, right. let it go. Let I'm, it go. I'm going to put the foul, uh, the uh, the Lions into the playoffs as well here. They do have a tough road, though, matter. at the Giants, at the Cowboys, and then the Packers. Matter. If they win one more and get to 10-6, and six, though, that's going to be good enough, too. The, the one that's big, though – is if they can go into New York this weekend and take down the Giants, that has the double whammy effect of knocking the Giants down and securing the wild card edge over the Giants, who's, well, who's a chief rival there. But either way, I think they're going to have enough with ten wins to get a wild
1: How game. many games have they won in a row? It's like seven. Is that right? Uh, how many games how many they games have they won in a row, guys? Detroit Lions. I want to say it's like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And, and I could know this, and, I, and I've been a part of it once or twice, but when you get on that run and you start winning games, It's hard to lose them. I mean, Matt Stafford threw a pick six against the Bears with like five, six minutes left and drove right down the field and scored. Like, you just start to believe.
3: Mm -hmm. It's funny because we we talked about that with uh, Ike a few weeks ago, and uh, Cynthia Freeland, Advanced Analytics, said, well, you can't, you eventually regress to the mean. You, no, no. you can't always win tight games. you it, eventually it, lose some of those. And I pushed back, and I said, yeah, but they're human beings. It's not yeah, a math equation. It's, it's not, they're not a feeling
4: that's, that's the character. Five, five in, in a, a row. row. They've won five in a row. That's five the character row. of this team. They, they don't look at adversity. Bring it to me. Mm-hmm. How many seconds we got left? We got a minute 37. We down by six. Bring it to me. I talked to Rondé Barber and he
1: called the game against the Saints, and they said that that game should have been a blowout. You're talking about New Orleans after they came out and put up 49 on the Rams, and you come back, and the Detroit went in there and whooped them. They said that that if it wasn't for some stumbles along the way for the the Detroit Lions, they would have put up 40 on them.
3: Yeah, I watched that whole game,
4: and yeah, Lions dominated it. That Start to finish. And that's
1: what they've been doing.
4: They've been dominating uh, games. this, This is what I do like about Stafford. He's starting to run the ball. Yeah, that's right He's starting to run about. ball He's starting to use his legs And that's what I was saying about Dak Like now Dak He can start using his legs So when you start using your legs Instead of going back And keep flipping around in the pocket When you step up And go east to west in the pocket Now you put that on tape So what do the defense coordinators do? They got we we gotta get a spy So when you get a spy You gotta take a guy out of coverage Or out of the rush So when you get a guy out of the rush Or coverage now Now, now it's clear Everything's open now, Dak, Dak, Dak can do it. He hasn't done it yet. As soon as he figured that out, Russell Wilson do it all the time. He been making money like this all the time. You know what? I won't run today. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to drop nobody open. I'm going to start to run. God, dog, and now I got to put his. That's got to be
3: the most crushing thing to a defense. Yeah. when early, you do everything right and the play. Oh, we got it. We got everybody covered up. We got it. We got, up, got he, it. I, I ran and got it anyway. Aaron Rodgers. He yep. start,
4: this year's probably the most he's ever ran.
3: Yeah, well, he's he's to me one of the most underrated functional scramblers, like Russell Wilson. He's not a guy who's taken off like Mike Vick ne- necessarily, but when, when you know third and eight, Alex of, Smith. oh there you go, guy oh, picked up That's the first what, down again. That,
1: listen, we were talking That's about right. Alex Smith. That's what he does. Remember, right. he will run the ball, and you, I want to say last year they were playing the Lions in Detroit, and he had like a sixty yard run. But he, he runs a four or five. He's very fast, right. but you don't know that until you get out there and you see him strike off on you. You think, like, I'm going to get him, and then he turns the corner. And it's a wrap.
3: <laughs> All right. Speaking of a wrap, that's a wrap on a uh, on a celebratory show. Always festive in here with uh, with Ike and Maurice. Thanks, fellas. Great stuff from you. Great stuff from everybody behind the glass. Bartlett, Lara, Emma VP, and the professor. All right. I'll <laughs> say nice. it. It's a <laughs> terrible nickname. And who else? Oh, and Emily's back there. I can't see who's behind the professor. All right. We'll kibitz with you later right. in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much. Thin slice a no see you, you you jumped the gun on that talk about premature no now you you you've exited the show prematurely and now you have to pay play it again there we go all right Maurice Jones Drew is on fantasy and friends on the Rams radio broadcast fashion popo celebration station no disrespect Ike on a lot of those things too game day blitz total access. We got to do it again now. I didn't. You see, you jumped the gun. No, that was that was on me. That one's on me. Just one more time. Let me wrap it up here. All right. So we'll be back later in the week with our red challenge flag picks. Make sure you watch NFL Pick'em with Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew around the NFL, and move the sticks on Saturday. In the meantime, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better.